Welcome to episode seven of the Cranky Fan Podcast on the FL Teams Network. I'm your host, the Cranky Fan, and as usual, we are sponsored by nobody. So, sponsors, you know where we are. Cook me up. <laughs> uh, quick episode today. I've been on vacation, was in Boise, Idaho, and then on my way to Boston this weekend, going to Seattle. But I wanted to throw a quick show up and talk about my you know, my number one topic of aggravation with the Tampa Bay Rays it is not the 17 guys on the injured list. It is not the lack of hitting. It is our manager, Kevin Cash, because yesterday um, we're recording this on Thursday morning. This is a typical example of why he is incompetent as a manager. And I guess I will say it. You know, I don't care that he is two-time manager of the year. I don't care that this team went to the World Series. I don't care about any of these things. The bottom line is, what do you do as a manager to put your team in the best position to win? And if you watch the Rays every night, you pay attention. If you're someone who is who does more than just look at the box score or just looks at the standings or watches highlights on ESPN, you know, ma- ma- announcers might blow the guy every night how great he is, but you know and I know if you watch every night, the guy just consistently does not know how to handle his pitching staff. It, it's ridiculous. And last, yesterday against Milwaukee is a, is a classic example. And, you know, I want to talk a little bit about that and also just kind of the, the common things that the average fan parrots, which are just simply not true and don't add to the bottom line of why this team wins and loses and how cash – adversely affects this team. So, you know, I know these aren't very popular opinions. People think I'm crazy, but hear me out. So the first argument always is with the Rays, well, if they only score three runs a game, they're going to lose more often than not. And it's irrelevant how many runs you score a game if it's a close game, you know. Would you guys feel any different if the score was eight to seven and they blew a game in the ninth? I, I don't understand why they only scored three. They should have scored more. Well, yeah, obviously they should. But the situ- what's passed is prologue. When you get to the ninth inning and you have a one-run lead, you should not blow that one-run lead. And how do you minimize the risk of not blowing that one-run lead? You put your team in the best position possible to win. And what does that mean? You put your best closer in, your best reliever in. You know, Jason Adam is having an amazing year. You know, huge story by Mark Topkin in, in the Times about him, how they didn't expect what he's doing. Why is he coming in in the sixth inning of, of, of a tie game? Wait, what's the point? That's a high leverage spot. So, you know, Pete Fairbanks coming in the seventh inning. But why is he coming in? And, you know, that's not as high leverage as the end of a game. So, when you hear the argument, oh, there was nobody left, Colin Poucher had to come in, that's bullshit. You know, if if this pitching staff and this bullpen is managed effectively and managed to mo- maximize their strengths, you know, Jason Adam is not coming in the sixth inning of this game. And I don't care who's on deck in that in the sixth inning. It doesn't matter because it's much more higher leverage in the ninth inning. You give up a run in the sixth inning, you have nine more outs to make up for it. Ninth inning, you know, you, you're, 
your potential for coming back after that is significantly less. And I, to me, it just doesn't make any sense. The, the grab bag playing bingo methodology, it seems like of how relievers are coming into games after the sixth inning. It's just, con- it's continually mind boggling to me. I don't want to hear the excuse either. Well, that's what happens when your starting pitcher only gives you five innings. Look at the numbers here. Three springs only through 85 pitches. So now we're, you know, the argument that a reliever, a starter only gives you five. No, he's only given five. And again, that's a managerial decision. I'm not even going to get into the Blake Snell incident. Another example of that. This philosophy of, well, we don't want them facing a lineup three times. Well, pick your poison. Would you want, you know, you want your starters getting into the sixth inning to minimize having to use four or five relievers every single night, regardless of the score? Or do you want them to go that extra inning and, you know, have a bull, have someone in the pen ready to go, you know, in case of the, the, the first sign of trouble in the sixth inning. But, you know, you can't use the excuse, well, there's the starters aren't giving you enough innings when you're the guy pulling these starters prematurely. So that's ridiculous. Um, I don't know. It's it's just it's very frustrating. And again, I don't want to hear the excuses. Well, they should only score three runs. You know, they should score more than three. That's completely valid. I completely get that. But again, that, that's that should be irrelevant to your decision making. And again, if the score was eight seven, <laughs> you're in the same situation. It's a one run game. Um, so. The other thing I want to complain about a little bit is just <laughs> Neil Solon's in the post game show. You know, I usually don't listen to the radio. I usually watch the games, but I was on a train coming back from Boston last night and uh, no props to Amtrak for having their bridge broken. It took me three hours to get home, but that's a, that's a side rant. You know, I get it. The guys like Neil Solon's are paid by the Rays. They are shills. They are corporate lackeys of the team, but at some point, stop making us seem, you know, we, we know what we're watching. We know what we see, you know, making every excuse under the book. I goes, you know, I don't want to hear about the injuries anymore. You know, it is what it is. Injuries aren't affecting decision-making by Kevin Cash. The decision for, you know, for Adam not to pitch in the ninth inning, but pitch in the sixth inning has got nothing to do with who's on the disabled list. You know, if Wander Franco is coming back, the, the price of tea in China, it's irrelevant. Um, you know, complaining about not hitting, you know, I, again, I can live, I can live with not executing on the field. That's, that's baseball. You know, that, that happens. Guys hit, they don't hit There's slumps, hot streaks. You know, I can even, I'm not even ripping on Colin Boucher here, which a lot of people were, it's like, oh, it's his fault. It's like, yes, you have to execute, but that's baseball. Baseball is executing or lack of executing. It's putting guys in the best position to win. And I'm going to harp on this over and over and over and over again, that that is my biggest problem with Kevin Cash is not putting this team consistently in the best position to win. It's all about blackjack. Think about blackjack for a minute. If I'm playing and I get a 20 and I hit and I get an ace and I get 21, I won the hand. Does that mean I'm a good blackjack player? No, you know, blackjack is not a certainty. Baseball is not a certainty, but you know, statistically the odds are there's a potential that 
I might hit it. I might win a hand if I hit on 20 and get a 21, but it's not likely going to happen. And I'm not putting myself in the best position to win money. And again, I think that's the problem with Kevin Cash with this team. And it's not a, you know, it's not a 2022 problem. It's been a problem ever since he's been here. This team has talent. This team has always had talent since he's been here. This is a great front office. And don't give me anecdotal things like, well, why they trade, you know, this guy and that guy and, you know, Austin Meadows trade and stuff. Taken as an aggregate in the majority, the moves these team makes, you know, this front office puts this team with a limited payroll in the best position to succeed. They are built a specific way. That's roster. But when we get to a game situation, you have to pick that roster and put them in the best position to succeed. And once again, and yesterday's a perfect example, you know, I don't want to hear about Colin Pochet pitching in the ninth because that's that's self-inflicted and that's on our manager. So when you are watching games, you know, for the rest of August, getting into the pennant stretch, and hopefully this team can still be in the pennant race. Again, I still have my very serious doubts that this team can make it through a wild card race. And it's it's just a real shame with the injuries for this team because the Yankees are showing what I thought they would be before the, the season started. I projected, you know, they'd only win like 84, 85 games. You know, I was obviously wrong. They had a great first half, but you know, they're they're banged up now. And I projected this team would get banged up. And they're just not as good as everybody thought they were and how good they were in the start of the season. But it's too bad this team, the Rays, got so banged up that they couldn't, you know, the 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 gap between them is obviously too big. And the gap with having 16, 17 guys in the injured list to maintain a pace needed to sustain a wild card run is very much in doubt. You know, it's just frustrating where you see little fits and spurts, but then, you know, go into Milwaukee, a team that was struggling pretty mightily, and you get swept. Granted, it's a two games, but you can't lose series if you are getting into mid-August and you're trying to be a wild card team. Too many teams around, the, the Seattles and the Clevelands and the Torontos, they're, they're all out there. They're all trying to make the wild card also, and they're pretty good, so... This is all I really wanted to say today. Uh, again, just get some frustration out. Um, you know, then for this team, the, the arms are coming. They're going to get healthier. Um, you know, we're continuing to get very good starting pitching. You know, Springs, five innings, two runs, four hits, two walks, eight strikeouts. I'll take that. The ZRA right now is 2.56. That's not bad for your fourth starter, fifth starter. Um, it's just what happens when these pitchers get short hooks and then all of a sudden it's the roll of the dice on, you know, whatever reliever we put in, that's what frightens the most on this team. So we'll just have to take it by ear with this team and play it game by game, series by series and see where we are. So don't give up the faith. Just, uh, it's over for the best. Um, that's it. Short episode this week. Um, going to go back on vacation and watch the rest of the games this weekend. Um, as always, you could catch me on Twitter at the cranky fan, um, big weekend. Um, my companion show, just giants podcast with, uh, the football grump, you know, giants, uh, preseason starts tonight against new England. Um, we, I'll be on that show talking about that, obviously. Um, yeah, make sure you check out the FL teams, uh, YouTube channel for all the good shows on there. Follow them on, on Twitter as well. And, um, That'll be it. So and until we talk again, go raise.